This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Doug Carr, Scott Anderson, 97 won the ticket. It's our little Michigan-Penn State. And we're wondering, going into this game, do you think of it more as a J.J. game or a Blake game? Is it is it about Michigan riding Corum to victory or riding J.J. McCarthy to victory? I, clearly you want both, but what is – Who's the primary guy that gets it done if they get it done Saturday against Penn State? And it's a big if. Uh, and there's more to talk about with that game. Michigan State-Wisconsin Gator, it, this is a dig deep kind of game. And it, it it seems like there was a time this year that would have been a good time to play Wisconsin, and I'm not sure this is it. <laughs> uh, Jim Leonard you know, takes over for Paul Christ, who was fired, and he's a young kind of dynamic coaching candidate and – I'm not sure if they rallied around him last week to pound Northwestern or Northwestern's just that much of a mess. Uh, so I'm not quite sure if that really is something to be fired up about if you're a Wisconsin fan. But, um, you know, Leonard was a, was a, considered a hot name. I don't know if the team's responding to him or not. Meanwhile, for Michigan State, it's such a cliche to say, I think it's important that they get off to a good start. But, <laughs> Gator, I you know, the keep the fans engaged from moment one and don't allow there for there to be an exodus. A true home field advantage needs a fast start, right? Yeah. I mean, they haven't played with a lead since uh, Akron, as far as I can tell, looking back at the schedule, they had a chance against Ohio state to, to tie it and they missed the extra point. Right. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's been a brutal stretch of, of these four games. Um, they're where they're at for a bunch of reasons. Uh, injuries are a big part of it. Not having the, the shelves stocked with players ready to come, and you've got only two you know tr- uh, recruiting classes to work with to, to build up that depth. It's tough. And, and they didn't hit on, on a lot of the, uh, the transfers that they were hoping to hit on. But it doesn't mean all is lost. I mean, they do have some talent on this team. The quarterback is not playing at the level that he can play, so he can improve. The running game can certainly be better than they have been. Um, I said during the crosstalk with, uh, with, with Stoney and Jansen, I want to see Elijah Collins play. I just want to see him play. I don't, if he's not doing well in practice, if that's the reason he's not getting reps, then let's let's get over that because what he's done when he's gotten in the game is he just runs hard. It's like when I watch Craig Reynolds play with the Lions. I don't care if he doesn't have his pedigree. He runs hard. Give him the football. See what he can do. And Michigan State's going to have to run the ball. They're going to have to control the clock a little bit. Um, it'd be nice to get the tight ends back involved on the offense. We haven't seen them involved in the offense in forever. I want to see that. And yet you can't ignore that you've – you might have an advantage when it comes to the wide receivers. So you, you can't ignore what you have there, which are a couple of really, really good receivers. But if you don't have time to throw, and if you're not opening holes for the running backs to go through, you've got nothing. And that's it's always been that for, uh, my problem with Michigan State. When they struggle, it's the offensive line. And that's why I preach it so much in the NFL with the Lions, why I'm so happy with what they've done. 
is they finally built an offensive line. And when you see what a good offensive line can do for you, it opens up everything. So that's what I want to see. I'm concerned that the attitude at Michigan State from the players, I'm concerned that um, that all this losing is, is going to weigh a heavy toll. Here comes Wisconsin, and, and you know they're maybe revitalized a little bit with the with Jim Leonard's promotion, um, but they're going to have to be up for it. You said it brilliantly. It, it, it's get off to a good start. You know, if you if you start with the football, march down the field, seventy five yards, and, and and score a touchdown, end up with seven points. If Wisconsin's got the ball first, get them to go three and out, or you know limit it to they have to punt from their side of the field. The good start is imperative for Michigan State, and they have to build on that. So Peyton Thorne earlier this week said that his back was bothering him and it's limited him. How close do you think they are to giving a more serious early game look at Noah Kim, at quarterback? You know, he's got that, and I think he's got some rib issues too. Um, I think they have to be close. If he doesn't have it, if he's throwing – I mean, remember we started the season, he was throwing the ball high, yet they were still winning those first couple games. They were able to get past that. Um, but he's got to be better for them. And what makes him – what made him pretty good for the for Michigan State last year was he was able to take off and run. And he's not running effectively this year, probably because he's banged up. So if he's not able to do that and take advantage of that – Maybe we do need to see some more of Noah Kim until Peyton Thorne gets healthier. You're not going to get healthier playing in a football game. 248-539-9797. Phone calls, feedback. We, you know, Spartan fans, you want to get in on the conversation. Is, do you want to see a little bit more of Noah Kim early in a game? Uh, Michigan fans, do you think of this as a JJ game or a quorum game? Uh, let's get to your phone calls. We go to Stephen Hartland. Hi, Steve. Hey, how you doing, guys? Okay. Hey, Doug, to answer your question, uh, I think it, without a doubt for me, I think it's not to say Coram won't have a good game. I think it's definitely J.J. And the reason why is as you look at their last couple of games, uh, you know, they've been a little sluggish there, and I think they get, need to get revitalized. And then more specifically, say, you know, McCarthy can run. Now, I don't want to see the guy running all over the field. But say they can get any kind of a even – short, move the sticks, passing game going, then then they're gonna, you're going to get a little more respect from Penn State, which then you never know. That's when Korma get loose and in using Donovan Edwards, too, out of the backfield. And I just think, without a doubt, to answer your question, for me, it's uh, that team will go the way J.J. goes because I don't want to see a tight game in the fourth quarter. Well, I, I, I hate to break it to you, Steve. <laughs> Uh, so Manny Diaz is Penn State's defensive coordinator, and he has really been a great defensive coordinator throughout his career, and he's going to throw stuff at J.J. he hasn't seen before. They are going to disguise coverages as well as anybody. There's this misleading uh, – I think people have the idea that Penn State's pass defense stinks because they've given up a bunch of yards. they got more pass breakups than anybody in the country. They're, they're holding opposing quarterbacks to less than 50% completion percentage. Joey Porter Jr., one of their corners, is really, really good. And, I, you know, I think that this is a, a challenge that J.J. hasn't seen before. We can sit here and say, you know, he's passed the test that he's faced so far, and the Iowa defense I think is really good. But 
you know, this is big game, you know, all eyes on him. I think going on the road is focused JJ a little bit more and not trying to wow the crowd and, you know, bring that home and make the good decisions that he's made. But you know, Manny Diaz is legit as a DC. And I think that's, I think this is a different kind of challenge for JJ. Two, four, eight. I, Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, with regards to Michigan, um, between the two guys who who's more important to have the big game, I think it's more important that Blake Corum does. If Blake Corum does, if he can be, you know, Mr. Slow and Steady instead of just having, oh, he had a 75-yard touchdown run and then he had 20 carries for 30 yards, that's not going to cut it. But if he's able to legitimately get five yards a carry, that's going to win the game for Michigan. It's not easy to do. Penn State's very stingy against the run this year, but he's got that capability. And, and I look at this, you know, you look at some big games in the past for Michigan against, you know, some top opponents, whether it was Ohio State or whomever, it's been dictated by the run. If you can run the football, you've got a really good chance. It was a game against Ohio State years ago, 20 years ago, was it that had the, uh, like the 50 carries in the game, just kept feeding them the ball. Um I forget what who was the running back that did that. Against, uh, they did it against Michigan State. That was Chris Perry. Um, Bianca Matuka went for 313 yards against them. If that's what you're referencing. No, it was a Michigan Ohio State game in like 2003, and it, the running back and maybe it was Chris Perry. Chris Perry would have been that year. Well. Yeah. So uh, just go ahead and ride the horse. You know, this is college football. It's not the pros. You know, college running backs will carry the ball 30 times. If if if, if Blake Corm's getting the job done, keep feeding him. Don't stop feeding them. It keeps Penn State off the field. It keeps your defense fresh, and it, it keeps your offense hungry because nothing pleases offensive linemen more than just matriculating down the field. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 